This sikha is a sikha in connection to Chafav, the yardset of the Rebbe's father, Rebbe Levi Yitzchak. The Rebbe brings a Gemara, a Mishnah and a Gemara that speaks about when the Yidin came up from Golos to go up to the second base Hamikdash, there was no wood found in the Lishka, in the chamber of wood in the base Hamikdash. So there were certain families that donated at the time wood for the base Hamikdash. The Chachamim made a Takana in recognition of this, that each one of these families will have these special dates that they brought then for future times to always also bring wood on that particular, during that particular time to the Mizbeach. And along with that, they would also bring a special carbon called the carbon Eitzim. So there's these different dates, and one of the dates of one of these families was actually Chafav. Now, the Mishnah discusses what happens if one of these dates fall out on Shabbos. On Shabbos, this carbon cannot be brought. So what do you do? Do you do it before Shabbos or after Shabbos? The, Gemara, the Mishnah says we do it after Shabbos rather than before Shabbos. And the Mishnah says the same thing is true regarding Tisha falls out on Shabbos. If Yom Tov falls out on Shabbos, then there's a special carbon called Chagiga. That's also the late after Shabbos. The mitzvah of Hakel, if the day of Hakel falls out on Shabbos, that's the late after Shabbos. Why? So regards to Tisha B'av, the Gemara says the reason is we don't want to bring in the negative things of Tisha B'av. Earlier you would rather delay them. Regarding the carbon of Chagiga and the mitzvah of Hakel, the Gemara says the time of the obligation didn't actually arrive yet. And as we'll soon see, Rashi says that therefore you can't be Yoytzim before the time of the obligation even came. Regarding the carbon Eitzim, the Gemara doesn't give a reason. So what is the reason for the carbon Eitzim to do it after Shabbos? We find what seems to be a contradiction between Rashi, what he says in the Gemara, and Rashi, what he says on the Rif. In the Gemara, Rashi says, when he's speaking about the, the idea that the time of the obligation for these other things, Chagigo and Hakel, didn't come yet, Rashi says, so if you're going to bring it, do it early, you're not going to be Yoytzim. Then Rashi says the same thing is true in regards to the wood. And the carbon of the wood, since it has a very specific time, it's like a nether, you took a vow. To bring a carbon at a certain time, these families took a commitment to bring this carbon at a certain time, so if you're going to bring it earlier, you're not going to be Yoytzeh. In other words, so that's the same reason that the time of the obligation didn't come yet. When we look at Rashi on the Rif, seems to be giving a very different reason. Rashi says that they do it after Shabbos rather than before Shabbos, because the time before Shabbos still belongs to the previous family. And they wouldn't want you to come into their time to bring your wood and your carbon when it's still their turn. It's still their time to bring their, their, their wood and their carbon. The difference would be, if it's only because the previous family doesn't want, so what if they don't mind? Then you should be allowed to bring it earlier. If on the other hand it's because the time of the obligation didn't come, then there's no way that you can bring it earlier. You're not going to fulfill your obligation. The Rebbe says there's a difference also in another area, what this is going to affect. In the Yerushalmi, there's a machloikas between Amoiroim. If the person distributing the tzedakah, the tzedakah collector and the one who distributes it, should be borrowing money if there is no money currently in the fund for a poor person. So the Ragachover explains that the reason that of the opinion that says, no, you should not borrow money, is based on this Rashi in the Gemara. Basically, what Rashi is telling us in the Gemara is that if you took, made a vow to bring a carbon, if you're going to bring the carbon earlier, you're not going to be yoytzeh. That's technically what Rashi is saying. That's why these families cannot bring the carbonis earlier. So applying that to the case of tzedakah, if the gabai tzedakah is going to borrow money, in the meantime, that vow was not even made. The person, next person did not make his commitment to give tzedakah yet. So therefore, if the gabai borrowed money, if he's now going to take money of tzedakah that came in later, it's going to be as if the tzedakah happened before the time that the person even became obligated to give the tzedakah. And therefore, he's not going to be yoitza with his tzedakah for his commitment that he made. This is just paying back a debt from something earlier. That's what the Ragachavar explains. 
But that only works according to that first Rashi, the Rashi in the Gemara, that it's about the time of the obligation didn't come. But if we look at the Rashi that we brought, that Rashi says on the Rif, it's only to do with the previous family not wanting you to come into their time. But if they wouldn't mind, you really would be able to bring the carbon earlier. Then according to this, we clearly cannot use this whole carbon eitzim anymore to prove anything in regards to the halacha of the tzedakah and about a carbon being, about something being fulfilled before the time of the obligation. So in order to understand whether there is really a contradiction over here between these two Rashis, the Rebbe says, well, the standards by first looking at the Rashi on the Rif itself, which seems to be a bit something not understood. And that is, just because the previous family doesn't want you to bring the carbon at their time, is that a reason that the carbon shouldn't be brought? Why do we care what the previous family wants? The Nevi made this takana that the carbonus should be brought, that these families should bring the carbonus. If there is any reason that the carbonus should be brought before Shabbos, why are we taking into consideration what the previous family wants? And therefore the Rebbe says, really these two Rashis are not in contradiction to each other. In fact, they complement each other. That is, the obligation of these families is in the category of a neder. Even though the Nevi made the Takana, but these families now had accepted, they committed to bring these karbonis on particular dates. So it's like a neder. What's the halacha by a neder? The halacha by a neder is that it always goes based on what the person who made the vow, the commitment at the beginning, what he had in mind when he made the neder. Says the Rebbe, since it's a very common thing that some of these dates are going to fall out on Shabbos, we have to say that these donors, these families, would have had something in mind of what's going to happen if it falls out on Shabbos. So again, in the Gemara Rashi says the time of the obligation didn't come yet, because it's a nether, the time of the nether didn't come yet. What Rashi is doing in the Rif is giving us the logic of why the time of the nether didn't come yet. What does Rashi say? Because the previous family wouldn't want you to bring karbonis during their time. In other words, even though there may be good reasons why you'd want to bring it earlier, there could be very good reasons. Maybe you want to do a mitzvah earlier, other reasons, you want to thank the Abish earlier, but because you know that the previous family wouldn't want you to come into their time, so because of the great idea of shalom, of peace, especially in the area of Mizbeach and Karbon, there's no question about it, you wouldn't want to get in a fight with that previous family. So when you made the vow right in the beginning, the commitment to make the Karbon, what you had in mind was, if it's going to be Shabbos, we'll just go to the next week, rather than coming into our, the, the previous family's time. And that's why it's so obvious that the Karbon comes after Shabbos, and that's true, even if the previous family on occasion will let you do it. Because, again, if your mindset when you made that vow was going to be that it's going to be after Shabbos, you cannot bring the carbon before the time that your neder applies. And therefore, once again, we can no longer bring a proof from these Rashis regarding the case of tzedakah, because in this case, these people had specifically in mind that they're going to bring it after Shabbos. As opposed to the case of tzedakah, where a person is donating tzedakah and not necessarily has something specific in mind, where the tzedakah is going to go to, whether it's going to go to something of the future, or to pay back a debt, etc. The Rebbe now brings out a very, very interesting practical halacha in regards to yardsite that falls out on Shabbos. That year Chofov was actually Shabbos, the Rebbe's father's yardsite. So there's a minute to give tzedakah on a yardsite, some people even fast on a yardsite, and the question is if it falls out on Shabbos. Could you give it earlier? According to the Iraqi Chavar, it would seem to be you would have to wait till after Shabbos. The time of the neder didn't come yet. The time of the chiyuv didn't come yet, rather. And you'd have to wait till after Shabbos. But according to what we explained, that it all goes based on what you had in mind when that commitment was made. 
So in this case, where we're not dealing with problems with previous families, obviously, we always go based on what's the idea when you made that neder. So what does a person have in mind? He wants to do the mitzvah of tzedakah, and mitzvah, you have an opportunity to do a mitzvah, you don't want to delay it. So surely when you made that commitment to start with, you thought that if there's an issue with Shabbos, I'll just do it before Shabbos, because it's always best to do a mitzvah earlier. And therefore, the Rebbe concludes that in the case of a yard of Shabbos, coming out of Shabbos, tzedakah should actually be given before Shabbos.